1: happy wednesday everybody today is december 15th 2021 and today's podcast is a little different i'm gonna be here by myself and talking about basically 2021 in in a recap in a whole and just kind of give everybody a little update on what's going on and a lot of things um but also diving into some some other things. I'm just going to leave it at that. It's probably not going to be that long of an episode, but I feel like this episode is needed. And I wanted to get this out there. I've been thinking about this and um, just kind of do like a little recap, give everybody an update. And um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy this. So we're going to get right into it. All right. So first I want to start with a couple things. Um, obviously it is the 15th. We do have you know, a couple more weeks of December. Hunting season still is going on in a lot of places, even Michigan. Um, I haven't been hunting, honestly, since, well, since November. But uh, for good reason, I've, you know, I, I'm working on my house like crazy. So trying to get that project done. Not saying that I'm not going to be hunting, but, um, you know, the the weather's kind of turning a little bit here, and uh, the deer have actually kind of vanished. I, I don't have a lot of deer in camera right now, and they're... Um, I think they've moved on to their more to their winter winter patterns, and um, so until I can maybe get uh, get a beat on something that I want to go after, I'm not going to shoot any does this year because obviously I've killed three bucks and got a lot of meat, so I don't really need the meat. But uh, I want to get into first Christmas is coming, so a couple ideas for Christmas. Um, I'm going to be working with some new new companies new products and everything coming up in 2022 and i want to kind of get the cat out of the bag for that right now so the first one's going to be novix novix tree stand so jeff weaver from novix the owner of novix reached out to me and and uh with a little partnership through working class bow hunter guys as well i went down to novix and toured the the facility and everything it's badass it's really cool it's a warehouse a clean warehouse and everything gets made and assembled right there not the casts don't get made right there for the stands but everything gets assembled and and everything so got to meet him and, and get to know jeff a little bit couldn't be a nicer guy and we're gonna be working together going forward in 2022 so just if you guys have never heard anything about Novix, they offer two stands right now. They got a Hilo, hang on, and they got an Echo, hang on. And I have both of them, and I've played around with them, used them a little bit. So I just kind of want to give my take on these. These things are, they're nice. They're really nice. And I'm going to start with the Echo. The Echo is a little bigger stand. It can definitely be a mobile stand. I'm not saying it can't be, but it's not fit for my mobile Way of doing things. It's it's eleven and a half pounds. It, the the platform dimension is thirty inches by nineteen and a half. So it's kind of a bigger stand. You could definitely mobile hunt with this. You definitely can. I'm probably not going to mobile hunt with it. It'll probably be a stand that uh, that I just put in a tree and it sit there. The Hilo is going to be my go to. The Hilo stand. This thing is badass. This thing is ten pounds. That's with the seat cushion, the offset bracket, two straps. Uh, everything 10 pounds 10.2 pounds and uh, the platform's 26 and a half by 16 so it's kind of a smaller stand but this thing is sweet there's definitely a few ways to be able to hook sticks to it and everything um, they got the stick quiver which i have that i don't know if i'm going to use that or not i'm still kind of playing around with it but i did find a way with bungee straps and everything to be able to hook st- uh, sticks to it i do have a set of the the doubles and i have a set of the the regular climbing sticks uh, I've got they're 2.2 pounds a piece, nine pounds altogether with four of them. They're 32 inches. They're rated for 300 pounds. So those are the single step, uh, climbing sticks. I am right now I'm kind of leaning more towards those, but I do have the double steps. So the double steps they have are 2.9, nine pounds a piece. So there will be 11 and a half pounds for four of them, 32 inches in length. They're double steps. So they're going to be pretty badass as well. So, Go check those guys out. Novixoutdoors.com. Tell them I sent you and uh, order a new stand or sticks and uh, go check those out. So I'm going to move on to the next thing is um, not that I'm not excited about Novix. I really am excited about Novix, but Exodus trail cams. I've been working with them this year. These cameras are they're awesome. They really are. And I've been saying it all fall and everything. These cameras, i've got a couple of them out right now they i have yet to change the batteries for them uh they work flawlessly i have not had one issue with them i can honestly say that so i i really like the render the most the cell cam just because i'm leaning more towards cell cams but the render is awesome the app is you know designed really well i haven't had any issues I, i honestly that's about the best way i can put it haven't had any issues no false triggers no you know no white pictures or no blown out pictures from sun or anything like that but uh i have I've had great luck with them that's literally all i can say they're great so go to exodusoutdoorgear.com and check those out as well and lastly i've been kind of hinting at it if you've been watching my instagram pages or page or you know facebook or something like that i've killed 3 bucks this year and I've killed him with a Helix broadhead. So, not going to lie to you, coming into this year, I had no idea what the hell a Helix broadhead was. Never heard of it, nothing. And I'm going to get into this broadhead a little bit deeper here in a later episode. And it's going to be an episode designed for the Helix. But basically what happened is America's Best Bowstrings, they bought Helix broadheads and uh jerry at the owner and then bryant lyon he's the marketing director there i'm really good friends with bryant good friends with jerry um they bought this broadhead and, and bryant they came to me and said hey would love to see if he would want to shoot this and i said yeah let's give it a try because i've been wanting to get back to a fixed blade some sort of a fixed blade i went with a little heavier arrow setup this year and that's another thing i've had requests kind of wanting to know the inserts and The components and everything I'm using on my arrows, I'm not going to get into that today. We're going to do another podcast about that. That's for off-season stuff. So, basically, I said, yeah, let's do it. So, they sent up some 100 grains. So, you can get a... What it is, is it's called a Helix broadhead. And it's a single-bevel fixed blade broadhead. So, you can get 100 grain right-wing or left-wing blades. The 100 grains uh, is an inch and a half cut. Uh, The blade length is inch and an eighth. And I'm sorry, inch and a half blade length and an inch and an eighth width cut. So for the hundred grainer, um, the 125s right wing or left wing, which does make a difference. The blade lengths uh, inch and eleven sixteenths, and the width is inch and a quarter cut. 150 green, same thing, right and left wing. Blade lengths uh, inch and seven eighths, and the width is inch and five sixteenths. And lastly, the 200 grain is a right wing or a left wing inch and 11 16th blade length and inch and a quarter width so they sent some hunter grainers up and I started shooting them and um, I started getting some arrow flight to the left not bad from my field points and I, that's something I do I will dive into later as well you know I've shot a lot of fixed blade broadheads and you know while everybody says they want field point accuracy th- they do fly like field points but I have yet to find a fixed blade that will hit right next to my Field points, and what I've learned, and this is me being ignorant, but what I've learned is because I was always the guy. It's like, well, if they're not going to shoot right next to my, you know, my field points right out of the box, and I'm not going to shoot them. Well, it's just not that easy. I'm not saying there's not a broadhead out there that won't do it, but there's no broadhead that I've found that will do it. So these broadheads were hitting a little bit to the left. When I say a little bit, about two inches. So all I did was took my rest. And I moved it about 30 seconds of an inch to the right, which is not a lot at all. And it brought those broadheads right next to my field points. Done. I, even when I shoot my field points, it's it's on. Completely on. So it just basically brings those together. But I wanted to try the 125s out. So Bryant sent some 125s up. Same kind of thing. Hitting hitting great. Arrow flight's been great. No dipping, diving. No you know, flyers. No nothing like that. I really like the 125s. My bow, I shoot a Matthews V3, 65 pounds, 28 inch draw. It just really worked really well. So that's what I went with. Uh, the 125. And honestly, I was shooting up to 60 yards. And it, I mean, I, you can see a heck of a drop just because I'm only shooting 65 pounds. I'm a shorter guy. And, uh, it worked out really well. Obviously, this year I shot three terrific bucks and, um, Shot two of them at fifty four yards, one on the ground, one from a tree stand. You guys will see those hunts coming out here, and I'll get into that a little later as well. But um you'll see those you'll be able to see those hunts on TV and on YouTube. So yeah, I mean go check those out as well. So they're making broadheads as we speak and uh America's best and helix, they're located down in Ohio. So um, they had a lot of uh, changeover trying to get the machines to the facility in Ohio to start cutting, and they've been doing it for a little over a month now. So um, I know the website's getting worked on right now, and it's going to be a pretty big push coming up here at ATA. So I I, I urge you to, to check those out and try them out because they're deadly. They are. Um, coming from a guy that shot Rage for the last 12 years, love Rage, nothing bad to say about them, other than the three broadheads, that, three deer I shot this year, the thing that changed for me was the penetration. And, you know, I watched two of the, of the three die uh, in sight. And, you know, the third one, it was my fault. I hit him back a little bit, but, um, this thing's a mean machine. It really is. Uh, it's a workhorse. There's no sexiness to it. I mean, if you, I think there is, but a lot of guys might look at it, it's like, oh, it's not that sexy. But this thing is a workhorse. So, check those out. Definitely, like I said, their website's getting worked on right now. But uh, there's a lot of places you can go online to see the videos and and everything. And we're gonna have you gonna be having you know product reviews and everything coming at you later this next year. So, all right. So we're gonna go on to the next update: clothing orders. Everybody that's ordered clothing, I apologize. You know, we, I know the order was made back in October. Everything is still being processed. I just talked to um, the—I'm gonna, I'm gonna call him a shirt guy or merchandise guy—that's gonna be printing them. Yesterday, there's been a couple color options that have been sitting on a boat on the water, and he said that his rep got a hold of him and they should be in today, Wednesday. Uh, those other colors. And if they are in today, he's going to start printing them tomorrow and Friday. Um, I don't know what color those colors those are. We didn't get that far into it. But my plan is is to be shipping them out next week, the week before Christmas. I know a lot of you have been wanting them for Christmas. I'm hoping like heck to get them to you for Christmas. Sorry about the pre-order thing. That's the way I've got to do it right now. But it, things will be changing for 2022. And uh, we'll get a little bit farther into that. So that is uh the update on that front so next um a couple changes have happened some people might know about it uh some might not uh i've changed jobs occupations um i don't work with chris and casey Kiefer anymore uh no bad blood there at all you know just kind of it was just a separation, I guess. I don't even know what you want to call it. Um, but uh, my new job is I'm doing the same kind of stuff for Mark Peterson. His company is Worldwide Trophy Adventures. And this is another podcast that I'm going to get into later, explaining what that is. And um, But from a 30,000-foot view, I'm still going to be editing, filming, producing for Mark Peterson's shows and digital series. So to kind of go and see... What Mark does, I mean, he's got a YouTube channel, a successful YouTube channel. Uh, type in Mark Peterson in YouTube, check out all the stuff he's got going on. We've got so much content going on. He's a world traveler for hunts, and you know he hunts whitetails like everybody else, but he also travels around the world to hunt. I just actually got back from an elk hunt in Alberta with him, filmed him. Uh, actually, Justin Fabian, the old co-host of the Fall Podcast, he is his full-time field producer, and him and I were together with him and uh, it was a really cool trip. Killed like a 330-inch bull. It was really cool. We're going to be rolling that out soon as well. So just from a 30,000-foot view, that's um, that's the change there. We can get into that a little bit more later. But check out uh, Worldwide Trophy Adventures. You guys can go learn more about what that is. And then Mark Peterson's brand, everything there as well. So I've got a couple thank yous that I have to push out here. And I feel like this is crucial. Uh, all the listeners out there, for 2021 and and from the beginning too. I mean, I can't thank you guys enough. Uh, our downloads have more than doubled in the last six months, and in the last year, they've more than tripled. It's crazy. You know, I, I'm not really doing this for the downloads, but it is good to see, and it's nice to see it growing. There are ways to track it, and there's ways to see how good you're doing. I know this year. We've been averaging about. There's genres throughout, um, throughout podcasts. So if you like, you can type in your genre. There's like a drop down menu, and you can put in like where we fall into the wilderness, which is not all hunting. It's you know there could be backpacking or biking and stuff like that. And we've got up as far as ninth in the country, in that, and uh, usually averaging around twenty fifth to like forty in the country. So that's freaking awesome. I mean. I couldn't be happier for that and I have nobody to thank but you guys for that because you guys listen every week something that helps that is engagement every time I ask you guys every week to leave a written review and go do a five-star rating that that's what engagement is that helps um please. So like, I'm going to remind you right now, go to iTunes and leave a five-star rating and a written review. All you got to do is go in there and say, hey, thank you. And I'm going to say thank you to all those people that have left reviews. That's been awesome. I, I greatly appreciate that. So, I mean, I from the bottom of my heart, honestly, thank you everybody for listening week in and week out. And uh, we're, we got some new stuff coming next year. Coming into 2022, I want to do some giveaways. We're going to start ramping things up a little bit. Um, Got great guests, all that stuff. It's going to be fun. And I'd like to. I don't know. I don't want to let the cat out of the bag yet. So there's just some new stuff coming. So I'm excited about that. Another thank you I have to put out there for sure is the working class Bow Hunter guys Kurt Geyer, um, Austin Chandler, Doug, and. Eric and Ross, I could not thank you guys enough. You guys probably have, listening, probably have noticed a trend of us collabing and everything. And honestly, I've, I've known Kurt for a couple years now, and Kurt and I have become really good friends. And uh, I can't thank him and the guys enough for all the help that they've helped me on getting you know getting going forward and and getting things up and going they've been an inspiration before I even knew them so um, I mean I, I can't say thank you enough to those guys at all either and if you guys are looking for some great content those guys have some great content coming out go check them out as well there's not a lot of podcasts I listen to out there anymore for hunting but theirs is definitely different and it's one that I listen to every week yeah so thank you to all those guys greatly appreciate them. yeah so with that being said i want to take a a little little bit of time here and talk about 2021 as a recap and you know i've done specific episodes on the bucks that i've killed this year but i I want to dive into something real quick on what i feel like made me the most successful this year and it might come to you as a surprise and it came to me as a surprise But it was like a light bulb moment. And honestly, what I can put my hat on is not hunting as much is why I was so, so successful this year. That sounds really weird, but I went back in my notes and everything and in my journal, my hunt journal, I only sat 13 times this year, 13 sits. That is like, not me. I like to sit a lot. I like to get into the weeds and, and do things and be mobile and, um, but i can tell you out of those 13 sits no matter what state i was in and where i was 11 of them i saw a shooter buck a buck that i would shoot and i was trying to figure out why that was what i was doing to you know be successful in the fact of like yes killing some bucks but also like successful in and getting encounters and sightings and everything and i was putting my finger on being a little passive, but being more calculated. I'm going to say that calculated in Michigan. You know, I've said it before around my farm country stuff where I killed my super six is that I like to drive around and, and, and gas and glass a lot in the mornings and try to figure out these deer are that I couldn't, I feel like that in my scenario. And if you have this scenario, that in my scenario is like the number one thing to do. If I start blowing into some of these little, little woodlots and these little fence rows, I think I'm going to start blowing deer out in the mornings, not saying in the evenings, evenings are a different ball game in the mornings. That's how I'm hunting in the morning. You know, we, ha- I have a- my family farm that is all timber. I can go in there and hunt mornings traditionally, like you would traditionally do it. But for farm country, man, that has been the single most, I don't know, thing to hang my hat on to say why i've been successful in getting on deer in the mornings i love that so that has been the biggest thing for me yet i'm not sitting in a sand stand i'm still out there driving around first light and i enjoy it take take a cup of coffee take the binos and just drive around see what the heck the deer are doing you learn a lot too you see a lot of deer so that's what i do for that that's that's honestly been the single most successful thing that i've changed this year as far as like Hunting as a whole is, I haven't sat a lot. You know, my Ohio buck, first sit in, hang and hunt, shot him, killed him, done. My Illinois deer, I moved between three different stands and I only had, I think it was five sits I think I had in there, but um, three different stands, but the stand that I went into and killed was, that was the first sit in. So the low pressure, you know, it, it's it, the low pressure was key. And all these hunts, you know, my Michigan deer was just the fact I saw him from the road and he was on my property and I was able to make a move on him. That's it. I caught him when he was with the doe and he was dumb. I guess what I'm saying is, you know, be calculated. If, if you want my two cents, be calculated. Don't think you have to hunt all the time unless you know you can do it and not get caught, busted, whatever you want to say. For me, I don't need to go in and and put 30 40 sits in to be successful. Some years you might have to I might have to grind it out. This year it just happened. And I start to I'm starting to see a trend though as I look back at the previous years and and what uh has went on, but I'm starting to see a trend that honestly the the less and less I sit the the more and more my encounters go up and the more deer I kill. I, it's so weird to me. But not to say you can't do any other way, but for me that's what's been successful. So yeah, it's, it's been fun. 2021 is a season that a banner season that I don't know if I'll ever top again. It's not over yet. Um, I'd really like to get my Novics out there and do some hanging hunts out with that, with the Hilo, And I'm going to, uh, it's like I said, I got two weeks of season left. It's like 60 degrees here in Michigan today, but, uh, which is not really conducive to me wanting to go. I want it to be snow on the ground, cold, do a hanging hunt, see what happens. That's that's what I'm looking forward to. But, yeah, um, a lot of changes happened, a lot of good things, a lot of positive things. Uh, going forward with the podcast, It's nothing's going to change there as far as, like, we're going to keep doing what we do. I want to conquer the world on this thing. You guys have made it possible to grow. Uh, I can't thank you enough, like I said earlier, and that's, that's where I'm at with it. Um, Going into next year, I've got plans. Uh, I've been talking to my buddy Tyler. We might be doing some public land hunting in uh, some different states, and we've we've got a plan. It's going to be something like a theme on here starting in 2022. We're going to be hashing that out, and I've never done public land. I'm ready for a challenge, like a new challenge, um, ready for something different. I'm ready to test my abilities, my hunting abilities, my scouting, my woodsmanship, whatever you want to call it. I'm ready to put that shit to the test and uh, tackle some public land. I hope I can get out there and do it. I guess it just takes me to do it. I don't know how what my work schedule is going to be in the fall, but uh, I, think, I think I'll think i be able to get away a little bit and go do some hunting. So I'm excited about that for sure. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to leave it with that. Is This is a shorter episode, like I said, and sorry it was just me talking. You guys might be pissed, but uh, hopefully you guys have stayed on this long to hear it all. I just felt like I needed to put an episode out as far as updates and as far as thank yous to everybody out there listening. I, I lit I know I sound like a broken record and everybody says it, but I you guys what makes this go around. Um we've got some new partners coming on. We're gonna be I'm looking for more partners. I definitely wanna use products that uh, are conducive to the way that I hunt and the way that I think everybody else out there listening hunts as well. And I think there are things that people want to hear about and might want to even purchase or get and use. And I uh, I think it's beneficial for you guys as well. So yeah, with that being said, I'm going to cut it loose, get off here and uh, stop uh, rambling. So thank you guys one more time for all the downloads and all the listens, all the feedback, all the DMs, messages, everything, everything. Thank you so much. I greatly appreciate it. And uh, we'll be right here next week on the Fall Podcast.